This baby hits 88 miles per hour. They're gonna see some serious. Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 71, Season of the Witch. Oh. My favorite season after spring. It's uh, after Halloween, but who cares? We're still celebrating. Sure, it, right, sure. Wes? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Every, all year long. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm Corey Draper. With me, as always, are my fellow witches, <laughs> Colin Arvin. <laughs> witches and Stitches. Hey. And Wes Allen. <laughs> do it, do it, Lars. Oh, my witches. Uh, I like that, but yeah. it seems offensive. It does a little bit. Okay. Welcome back, guys. It's it's been a, it's been a bit. It's okay. Yeah. Since we recorded anyway. Sure. Yeah. We uh, did not record a Halloween podcast, which I think is the first year that we did not do that. Yeah, I was really sad about it. But that's okay because there will be some Halloween elements in this podcast, as just previously yeah. explained. You know, the subtitle. It's mm. got, Thanksgiving it's got a witch is in the scary. title. Yeah. Thanksgiving can be spooky. Yeah. Super witch and title choice, bro. Totally. So, uh, but this, of course, is our news episode. There's a lot to get to, so we'll go ahead and get right to it. Mm. This is our segment we like to call a recurrent affair. You know what? I'm getting over a cold, so that's how my sneeze sounds right now. Oh, that's right. That is uh, very strange. You might need to see a doctor. I'm sorry. Pardon me. Mm. If you're if you're new to this, this is where we talk about. There's a lot of retro news going on. Lots of things being remade. A lot of things being uh, a lot of sequels happening. Re- rebooted and rebuilt. Rebooted and rebuilt. And unfortunately, a lot of people from our past passing away. So oh. we always start with the sad things. So mm. we'll get right to it. There's been a handful of people. So R.I.P. Rip Taylor. Another mm-hmm. Rip Rip situation. Rip Taylor mm. is a comedian. Uh, he was on game shows. You might have. Known him as the genie in the DuckTales, the movie. I know Treasure him as that. The Lost Lamp. Um, he was also in uh, Wayne's World 2. Uh, who was he in Wayne's World 2? He was like, uh, how they did like Wayne stock, and yeah. Wayne, Wayne is just kind of bouncing off ideas like, yeah, uh, Aerosmith is going to be there. And he like just sees things in the background, and he sees, he sees uh, Rip Taylor in the background just throwing like glitter or something is like rip taylor rip taylor's gonna be there <laughs> that's funny i actually yeah. only know rip taylor from uh jackass oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the very <laughs> the end yeah yeah uh, that's funny yeah well um he unfortunately passed away uh, he had a seizure but he was 88 so he lived a long uh full life and of course he will be missed so r.i.p rip and uh the next person is kim shattuck shattuck is he Bless gonna you. rip in peace before he yeah, I f- didn't you make that joke with uh, Rip Torn? Torn? I Probably. feel like you're recycling Rip it's jokes okay. here. It's, I only get two <laughs> chances in all of. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to shame you because you always like to make jokes about people who died. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be on the other side of things. Okay. It's okay. I don't help either. Yeah. Being sorry. more reverent. Mm. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be the one that doesn't get offended by I, anything? I don't. Or not I'm try- worried about. See, I'm being people? an advocate for those who are offended. Oh. I actually think it's hilarious. But <laughs> 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 see, Enneagram Nine in me. Come Gotta on, lighten it up a little bit. Okay, R.I.P. Kim Shattuck. Shittuck, sh- Bless nope. you. R.I.P. Kim Shattuck. Kim Mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shiitake, I think that's where you're going, right? Got yes. it. I love the way your brain <laughs> <just> <laughs> connects. <laughs> this is the singer of the Muffs. 
saying kids kids in America. Yeah. We're kids in America. Uh-huh. Well, they sing the cover of it for the Clueless soundtrack. Oh, okay. You so know, the like alternative kind of version of it. And they also sang uh, Funny Face from the Inga soundtrack as well. Oh. Do you all know who the Muffs are? Uh, other than that, other than no. that, okay. yeah, yeah, they're that, like a, my big standout. She was the female singer of it was like kind of like a punk band, so they're really okay. good. Um, but yeah, well, she passed away of ALS. She was fifty six. Hmm. Um, so ALS is rough. It is rough. My, my uncle had that. It's pretty bad. It's almost hmm. when they, you know, when people pass away from it, it's almost a big relief because yeah. I mean they're just entombed in their own body, and yeah, it's exactly. very sad. So. Uh, sad to see her go, but obviously, uh, you know, it's it's a better thing to happen than living with with uh, progressive g- degenerative disease. So, um, John Witherspoon, R.I.P. Uh, you might know him from Friday. Yeah, and he was uh, he was in the Wayans Brothers. He was pops. Well. Yeah, he was pops. pops. Did y'all watch that show? I did. I, l- I watched it too. I, thought, mm-hmm. I found it very funny. Give me a high five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but R.I.P. John Witherspoon, he was really funny in that show. I, I enjoyed that show immensely. I know. So. I always wanted to like give him some Xanax to the screen. <laughs> like he's always very stressed. Okay, moving on to the less sad things. We have a Saved by the Bell sequel series. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Wait, I, I thought, thought we, we were, were going away from the sad yeah. things. Yeah. Is this gonna is this gonna stay in the sad stuff for a while? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should so, just call this whole episode the sad. Yeah, maybe. It, okay, I guess depending on your perspective. Yeah, sad by the bell. Go on. Yeah, sad, sad by the bell. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there's a sequel series coming in. I maybe that's springboarding off of the nine hundred two nine hundred two one zero sequel series that yeah, came out. Probably so. Um, which I'm sure was just widely successful. Yeah. And the Full House one. That one yeah. was successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to have Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkley. Is anybody else signed on to this? Well, right, Mario yeah. Lopez has been like cryogenically frozen for a while because he hasn't aged at all. Yeah, so that's kind of handy. One but. bit, but Mark Mark Paul Gossler has not uh, has not suffered the same fate. No, <laughs> he uh, time he's is cruel up there. Um, but is he, is he part he of did, this? He didn't know? time out. Because mm. <laughs> nice. I, I, I when I was reading about this, I'm I'm hearing those two, and, and there's rumors going out. Uh, going elsewhere. Like the synopsis is like, okay, explores what happens when California governor Zach Morris gets into hot water f- for closing too many in- low-income high schools, proposes the effective students be sent to the highest performing schools in the state, including Bayside. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that Mark Paul Gosler is going to be a part of it? I guess he would have to if he's a big plot point, unless they just yeah. kind of say that that happens. Well, we'll see. Um, so I, I can't wait. I get from your reactions that you're not going to watch this show. <laughs> at least just, check it out. It just seems like a cash grab, but I guess that's Absolutely. kind of what a lot of this well, stuff yeah, is this, anyway. So everything we're talking about in this episode is going to sure. be a cash. And it's this gonna, podcast is a cash grab, especially rip, the rip torn part. Yeah, it yeah. seems like you know everybody is doing like a streaming service. So this is NBC's one called Peacock, mm. and it's, it's not Peacock Plus. Not, not yet. Bit, not yet. Yeah. They'll charge you extra for that in like two years. Yeah, exactly. But it's like it seems like the streaming services need is like becoming the dumping ground for all the like revivals yeah. and like sequels and stuff. Things, so yeah. it's like it's weird. And, mm-hmm. and I guess they do it as a selling point, but I don't know if that one's going to work very often. I mm. guess most people are going to get that for The Office when it leaves Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Well, maybe this is. Uh, better toys r us is returning in some actually a couple forms fashions i'm okay with that yeah yeah uh so one of those is that you have there's a new toys r us website Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to find reviews of recently released toys all right list of latest toy and game trends 
breakdowns of DIY activities for kids, so helpful stuff. But it's kind of in tangent with Target. It's yeah, I think kind they're of kind of partnering together for this. So. so it's like a Toys R Us endorsement of toys at, at Target. Target. Okay. So, yay? <laughs> Maybe. Well, as long as the Toys R Us logo is out there in some form or fashion, it makes me happy just knowing it exists. That is true. Yeah. But Which Toys R Us apparently is alive and well up in Canada, though, That's right? right. I was in Vancouver a couple of weeks ago, and we drove right back. Right. More with the sad we- things. <laughs> We drove right by an active Toys R Us. I think it was active anyway. I mm. couldn't tell if it was open because we were on a bus. But yeah. <laughs> there was a big Toys R Us sign in the middle of the city. So I think that is true Canada. that is, it still exists just outside of the U.S. Interesting. It may just be Canada, but I'm not sure. <laughs> so there's a, a new kind of Toys R Us adventure mm-hmm. that has popped up in Atlanta and Chicago. And this is like a limited thing. It's not forever. But it's like a weird uh, immersive indoor playland. So I yeah. guess there's kind of like a there's like a Legoland version of that that it Toys R Us like is it. kind of doing. So yeah, and it's kind of like didn't you say when they were closing down, you know, last year or whatever that it would be good to like kind of reinvent the store to have it more of like an interactive thing where you play with the mm-hmm. toys and kind of more of like a bonding thing rather than just shopping for yep. things. There's apparently a bunch of rooms that you go into that are themed in certain ways that are very like photographable. Mm-hmm. I think they're Instagrammable. In- yeah, basically read, read Instagrammable. I think they're encouraging you to like post everything on your IG, on your FB and your <laughs> T. Watch your language. <laughs> yeah. I think there's just like a lot of, I think these types of pop-ups, like there was the big Nickelodeon one that came through Atlanta yeah, a while like ago. Slime city or yeah. something. Like these types of immersive experiences are like really, uh, taking off in a lot of ways like there's a lot of ones that do like a lot of stuff with projection mapping or mirrors mm-hmm. and stuff like that like up in New York and in Miami and, and certainly a ton in China mm-hmm. there's like entire industries around the kind of stuff that I think they're just slowly getting people into a place where it's like everybody doesn't need more objects but people want to look like their life is more interesting yep. experiences and so it's, it's these types of things yeah. that are sort of fostering that that build endearment again for the Toys R Us brand it's all about like your experience and then bragging about your experience yeah that's like it's how I live. Yeah, yep. it's like Wes's whole MO for living. Totally. Right. <laughs> so there's one in Atlanta, one coming soon to Chicago, I think, or maybe it's already in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So if you're in those areas, maybe check it out. Probably bring some kids along, or yeah. else you're going to be a little Yeah, I was creepy. about to say, we should go, but then we see them pretty creepy. Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't bring any kids, don't leave with any kids. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's true. That's, That's actually important. the worst That's version That's rule of number this. one. Yeah. I think they wrote that on the door. It probably is. Yeah. So there is going to be a clueless TV series. Okay. Another one. Yeah. So I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Alicia Silverstone or Paul Rudd or are a part of this. I so wish they were. Or Donald Faison, maybe. Definitely not Brittany Murphy. Is that too soon? <laughs> is that insensitive? <laughs> I'm offended. You're rubbing off of me, Colin. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so there's a clueless TV series. Um, it's a CBS kind of deal. Uh, and Probably going to their streaming service. Say another yeah. CBS streaming <laughs> service type situation. And it's, you know, it's going to be a new spin on it. It's probably going to be for, you know, Gen Z girls that are, I don't know, well, it says disco it's girls, a, I guess. I don't know. It was pitched as a Mean Girls meets Riverdale. So there you go. So edgy. Yeah. Sounds yeah. about right. Did y'all ever watch the, the TGIF Clueless TV show when that came out? Late 90s? No. I barely remember it. 
but no. Yeah, I don't think I did. It was pretty rough. It was <laughs> one of those things where it's like I was pretty loyal to TGIF, so I just kind of always watched it. Yeah. yeah. And it was just one of those things that it was just on, and it was awful. It was really bad. <laughs> and it was weird because they had a lot of the same actors in it, but, you know, Alicia Silverstone wasn't in it, but, like, right. a lot of the other people were. So All it was the just B-list people. Weird. Yep. Interesting. Was Brittany Murphy in it? I don't think so. Just Charlie Murphy was in it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting choice. It really was. <laughs> We're uh, a wig. It was kind of weird. Yeah, he played Cher. Um, Fresh Prince. There's going to be a spinoff. And this is, uh, we don't have a whole lot of information here. Just it's kind of in the works. And uh, Will Smith's production company is involved in it. So we, I know I, we talked last episode. Was it last episode? About the... Um, the fake trailer that somebody did yeah. of like a real that's what prince. I'm wondering is happening yeah because I remember Will Smith saying that like he will never do anything Fresh Prince related hmm. but like since his own production company is doing it I wonder if he saw that fake trailer and's like huh this is really something yeah. that I can latch on to maybe yeah so hopefully that's what it'll be but it, since it's like a spinoff I wonder what that means and well, Will Smith is also, I feel like, a pretty brilliant marketer. Have you followed him on social media at all? He has no. his own YouTube channel and his Instagram channel. Like, mm-hmm. he has professional videographers with him pretty much at all times. Yeah. Really? And, like, has, like, edited, fully edited videos and blogs and stuff. I and mean, he's very active on social media, and it's good quality content. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. So. It must, it's definitely, he's got it worked out to where he's, like, never had to edit a video. <laughs> he's got people that film yeah. him with, like, 4K HD stuff, yeah. everything, and then they have people to edit, and like all the edits are so over the top. Like obviously they're good editing, oh, yeah. but there's like all these drawovers and all these like animated sequences and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, but I mean, so he can afford it. He's and got it, the money. Here we are, we're talking about it and watching it, so yeah. it's, it's it's interesting. Good. I mean, well, as I, long I, as we're talking about it's it, pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we were, he's finally probably like, oh, good, finally passport yeah. is talking about. All my <laughs> finally get the stamp of approval. From yeah, passport. So I heard passport. what you said about my genie. Yeah, he's gonna stop <laughs> uploading it now. Hocus Pocus two. This one was pretty big, I feel like, when they announced it. It's coming to Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. and the stars have agreed to return. So that's Bette Midler, that's Sarah Jessica Parker, and the other one. Yeah. <laughs> and the girl from Rat Race. Mary. <laughs> yeah. Was she in Rat Race? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, she is. Yes. Wow. Wasn't she John Lovett's wife yes. in that one? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that they announced this like last year that uh, Freeform was doing it like a TV movie version, but apparently D- Disney Plus is doing it, which I have higher hopes for. Yeah. So Just like financially? You mean know, like yeah. they have more money? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I wonder what the spin is going to be because, I mean, obviously the three women are older and the whole thing was about them stealing youth to, yeah. to look younger. So yeah. is it going to be some re-up. kind of deal or are they going to do a lot of CG, de-aging, that kind of stuff? I'm very interested in seeing what that is. Well, I mean, they started off the movie older, they so did. like I wonder yeah. if, you know, I don't know what they would do, but... Yeah. Maybe it'll war they have off. ways of doing that. Yeah. Disney bucks. We'll solve it. Yeah. Disney bucks. Mm-hmm. Is that the the dollars you spend in the parks? Is that what all that is? Yeah. Okay. Once you trade them up, like on the exchange from Shroot Bucks. Okay. Yeah. It's usually <laughs> worth it. Stanley Nichols, too? Yeah. Those are less right. valuable. You can only use those in Hollywood studios. But anyways, I don't want to. <laughs> I digress. Okay. So this is terrifying. There's a live action Barney movie coming. Is that... That, I have a feeling like a we've, movie? we've jumped the shark at this point, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or jumped the dinosaur. So. From Mattel. Ooh. I mean, I hate... Did you guys watch Barney growing up? Because I hated it. No, Barney. that was a death... Like a death... A death... Uh, death to Smoochie. Yeah. Death to, no. <laughs> like, if you if you watch... Did you watch that movie? Death to Smoochie? It's kind of like Barney. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, 
you would get like killed if you were a kid and you watched Barney, if you admitted yeah. to watching Barney. So yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it, but it, I think Babies. it was like, I think it was like right past our time it period, was, but it, it was, was like right after us. That was the ultimate threat that like yeah. to get beat up. If you watch Barney, yeah. that was the, that was the biggest insult. You little Barney boy, baby bop. But yeah, this seems kind of forced. I don't see this like working well. And well, is, it's is he okay. still popular with kids. Uh, hey, Maybe they're trying to make him popular again with kids. Also, technically, Barney was live action. I was about to say, it's what's like happening? He was live action. Well, I mean, I think they just need to be specific that hey, no, this is not animated. We're gonna have the purple dinosaur guy, the guy in the costume. Yeah, and I think he'll have to be CG. Well, okay, so they're the, not gonna do a guy the producer costume is costume. a producer from Black Panther and Get Out, so maybe it's going to be like this terrifying um, creature uh, that eats. They're gonna children. have like a edgy, like <laughs> dark origin story or something. Yeah. <laughs> Him like behind the studio smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, so Inspector Gadget. They're bringing him back after Again. two movies. They already made two movies. They're making another Inspector Gadget movie. And it's Disney behind it, so... Did Disney like, make okay, the other ones? This time. Uh, maybe. They might have. Okay. I wonder if they're bringing back Matthew Broderick for this one. Probably not. Yeah, he's a key player in the <laughs> Inspector Gadget lore. <laughs> Yeah, so mm-hmm. they're having a couple of SNL writers being a part of this. Uh, uh, yeah, are they behind it or are they just on board for it? I think they're just writing it. So that's cool. That's interesting, though. I mean, yeah. Mikey Day's done some good, like, good writing. Yeah, Mikey Day and Streeter Seidel. Seidel. Streeter Seidel. People have better, like, more pronounceable names, please. Come on, parents. This is America. <laughs> um, and the producers of Aladdin are behind it, too. So, well, yeah, so it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now, this is the one where you guys have been waiting for. I know my grandfather, if he was still alive, would be jumping for joy. The Walker Texas Ranger reboot oh, yeah. is coming to the CW. My dad is stoked <laughs> for this one, for sure. So Not here's Texas the big question. Are you going to have this? Are you going to possibly have this without Chuck Norris? Does that exist? Is that a thing? I mean, like, that's, is, that like, is that a watchable show? It's with, not, with or without. Because he was the only without. reason you watched the show right. was because of I Chuck Norris. So. It's not Walker. I feel like he can. he's still got some giddy up in him. I feel like he could still handle it, right? I mean, he looks. But, it's, but it's de- he's definitely not going to be starring in it. Well, here's, uh, yeah, here's the synopsis. A man finding his way back to his family while investigating crime in the state's most elite unit. The broken widower and father of two returns home to Austin after being undercover for two years for a high-profile case, only to discover that there is even more work to be done at home. Does that sound like Chuck Norris to you? I don't know. Kind of. (laughs) It says two years, not 20, so... Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I can think is if they bring in somebody new... do is that is like Chuck Norris, like the mentor, like it's Walker, like the mentor. They have to have him at least as a cameo, almost like the old passing guy. the Texas Ranger torch. Yeah. yeah, the stars, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, is gonna be. Is he gonna be like one of those people where it's like Mike, the old guy, like the old hitman in, in Breaking Bad? Mm. Like he doesn't necessarily <laughs> he doesn't necessarily like do the most fighting, yeah. but he's yeah. the smartest person in the room yeah. kind of situation. Right. Like yeah. I wonder if that's block. yeah. Like I wonder if that's stuff. how they play. He's seen some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think I've mentioned this before, but did you know that uh, uh, Chuck Norris spoke at my commencement from college? Really? Yeah. I think like, you might have mentioned that. It does sound familiar. He was the yeah. commencement speaker. I got to meet him. It was really fun. That's awesome. That's all. That's, that's the end did of that. Did he make any jokes fact. about himself? Uh, yeah, he did like some... Uh, uh, gee, I can't remember what they're called. Karate uh, chops? He did. He basically did like uh, a bunch of the jokes that people like, uh, for part of like his speech. Yeah. Which is really funny. 
I love oh. that. All right. Well, that's a beautiful story. It was really not. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have reached the um, part of the episode where the you things that caring. Colin and I are too afraid to watch. Yeah, a lot are, of things are reviewed Barney. by Wes. So we're going to call this Wes Allen's spooky review. Wes after dark. Wes after dark. <laughs> Wes, uh, there are a couple things that you've experienced, especially in the month of October, mm. yes. that you have to talk about, get off your chest. And uh, Colin and I are um, just too terrified to talk about. So yeah. we're going to put it in your court. First, will you please tell us about your experience of going to Halloween Horror Nights down in Orlando, Universal Studios? Ugh. I would love to. Oh, I'm excited to hear about it. So I've always been way too scared to go to that. Me and my wife always take a vacation around September because it's both of our birthdays and an anniversary. So I saw that... I've always been interested to go to Halloween Horror Nights because they always have properties of haunted houses that I'm interested in. But if you've known me at all, like I do not like scary experiences. I like mm-hmm. horror movies. I like th- spooky things, but I don't. I do not like going in haunted houses at all. Mm-hmm. So I've always been like, I don't think there's anything that could really get me to go to Halloween Horror Nights to do that. But this year they had a Ghostbusters house. Uh-huh. They had a Stranger Things house. They had a Universal Monsters house. They had a Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Okay. They're one, drawing you down there. Yeah. They had a West franchi- Allen house. One yeah, franchise exactly. at a time. I'm like, man, this is too much stuff that I cannot pass up. So we decided to do that. And like, um, so I really loved it. I I was re- like the first one we went into was Stranger Things. Uh-huh. I felt like that was a good like kind of like test bed of yeah. like how well can I handle. I'm like it can't be too bad with Stranger Things. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they did was they combined season two and season three okay. scenes. So you, first you go through and you kind of see like the arcade and you're passing through and like oh, you fun. go through the cabin and it it was it, honestly it's like one of my least favorite ones because like it was just jumbled with like it was just like there's too much going on um, like i feel like they should have focused on either season two or season three but like um it just it just seemed like there was just too much going on that for you to was really there an know. upside down room tell me at least yeah you go through like the the upside down tunnel okay. like how they burrow down the tunnel yeah. and you go through that and you go through the mall and things like that so it was cool um, it's it's one of those things where it's like I wish I could have just walked through there without anything anybody else in there just to like look at everything because yeah. the production yeah. design and everything alone was just amazing. That's cool. Um, but then we went to the Ghostbusters one and uh, that was amazing. They did an incredible job with that. You go through the entire first movie and they oh, did it cool. such justice and so cool. So I mean, are, is it scary though? Is it like a haunted house or no? It you walk through it and you have people in costumes or whatever that kind of jump out at you. They don't touch you or they don't run in front of you okay. or anything. They just kind of pop behind a curtain or a corner and hmm. just kind of just a jump scare. It's not too bad. Um like I don't think I could and it's because it's just a constant stream of people. Mm. Like there's not like space in between you. So you're not kind of like tiptoeing through like yeah. an empty room and you're like, when is somebody going to pop out? So right. a lot of times you're able to kind of see ahead of you when people are jumping out. But 
sometimes you time it just right during the universal monsters house. Like, I feel like we timed it perfectly where every scare was on us. <laughs> and it was just, it was intense because it was very dense in that one. There were so many people in costumes in that one. It was re- really intense, but it, it's still something that I just had a, a blast doing. Um, and the fact that I could do multiple ones, like I kind of built up a tolerance to yeah, it. Yeah, That probably helps. But they had like a ton of cool stuff there just like outside of the houses. Like they had a ton of, I spent a lot of money on like merchandising and stuff. <laughs> and they had these like popcorn boxes that look like the ghost traps from um, oh, that's from cool. Ghostbusters. And they had green popcorn inside of it. Just just stuff like that that was just amazing. Smart. I just felt like I was in heaven and we had a lot <laughs> of fun doing it. So Your heaven seems that's fun. great. I'm happy for you. Like I'm glad, I, like I was afraid that you were going to be like, oh, I just didn't like it. Yeah. Like, it's like when they have this kind of like Stranger Things house, Ghostbusters house, all that stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I want you to love it. Just right. kind of empathetically. I'll yeah. never go, but I want Wes to like, like it. You want it to be well, the you experience can, you can, hoped for kind of You thing. can look up like walkthroughs like on YouTube oh, yeah? or something. Like if you really want to see like what was involved in it. But yeah, it's like, it was really cool. And it's not one of those things that like, I don't think I was like, yeah, I'm going to go back every year sure. or anything. But it's like, I think it just kind of depends on what properties they're covering because yeah. they have different houses every year. Um, but I may go back if they have enough houses that I'm interested in. But it was it was really cool. I really liked it. Do you think they'll do like an It house in the, in the future? I thought that. Given I that thought they have two movies now? We thought of a few of them that would be really cool. Like an It one would be amazing to do. Which I think they would make a killing doing it. No pun intended. Oh yeah. But like, also like, kill. have you y'all, y'all haven't watched uh, the house haunting on Hill House? No. On Netflix, it's a really good show. It's like kind of more along the lines of like classic ghost story kind mm. of thing. But like, I feel like that would be a cool haunted house, and maybe the Lost Boys, and I don't know. I feel like oh, there's yeah. like a lot of cool stuff that they could do. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of properties out there that they could leverage right now. Yeah, yeah. For it's just sure. a matter of like maybe like you were saying about Stranger Things. It's like focus. Like don't try to do too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they did the Ghostbusters one perfectly. Like I, I couldn't imagine them doing it any better than That's they cool. did. Wait, did you ever go to Universal when they had the Ghostbusters show? I did. That was awesome. I remember that just as a kid. Just yeah. like being wowed by it. So. And I had wondered if they used like any props or because they have yeah. a Stay Puff at the end and I had wondered if oh, they kind yeah. of used the, at least like the same type of mold or something to use from mm-hmm. that but yeah it was cool. good okay next up creep show <laughs> tell us about the creep show um I'll go ahead and give my grade for it I would probably give it like a B minus okay um it's creep show is a it's based off the 80s movie creep show mm-hmm. which is like an anthology that has like I think there's five stories in that movie and they've had a couple of sequels um but it was started by george romero and stephen king did the original show that was based off of like the old ec comics from the 50s like horror comics Mm -hmm. so it's very comic book themed um and they really they included that in the tv show and i think there was like i think there was six episodes and each episode had two stories in it so it's still keeping along with the anthology so you have like two unique stories per episode that aren't tied together in any way. Um, So with with anthology shows and movies, of course, you're going to have some that it's kind of a hit or miss kind of a situation. Sure. um, Because you have different directors doing each 
uh, story. So I would say that it's really 50-50. There's like some that are really good and some that are just like, eh, that was okay, I guess. It was mm. kind of weird, but like um, it was a good show. And then like apparently it's done really well for it's for the streaming service Shudder, which is an AMC kind of streaming service for, just for horror stuff. Um, but apparently it's been renewed for a second season. Like apparently it's been a big hit for them. So mm. I got like a free month uh, trial for it. So I just mm. yeah. ran through all of them and haven't had to pay a cent <laughs> for it. So um, I may, I, I assume that they would release the second season next October. So I think I would definitely be on board to watch it, but it's, it's okay. I wouldn't go running to subscribe to it, to watch it, but it's, if sure. you're a fan of creep show, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or if you're a creep in general. Yeah. Or yeah. This is your show. Or you just like shows that are creepy. Yeah. Or if you're like TLC and you just creep. Ah. Uh, yeah. See what you did there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> third thing that Colin and I have not watched because <laughs> it's still scary. Is and we talked about this before, but are you are you afraid of the dark? Yes. Return. Oh, sorry. Yes, we Colin, we know. Uh, are you afraid of the dark? Rhetorical. Returned, um, and uh, we have not watched it yet. It was it was just kind of like a movie, right? This time it was around? a mini series of three episodes. Okay, so it was like three forty-five minute episodes, but it was like one narrative. Yes, it? yeah, okay, yes, and it's a little different kind of approach to it because before you would have the Midnight Society and they would tell a story and mm-hmm. you would be in the story the whole episode and then they would end yep. with the Midnight Society and they go on their way. But this, they focus around the Midnight Society themselves. Mm-hmm. So, like, they had, mm-hmm. I think it was four or five characters, and one of them actually was one of the kids in It, and he was in the Goosebumps 2 movie. So I think he's found a niche mm-hmm. with, like... He's the scary movies yeah, kid. <laughs> like a retro scary movie kid thing. Um, but they it was really well done. Like, it had high production value, and it was shot really well, and they had really good actors like hmm. for something that's like just for Nickelodeon yeah. like I was really impressed with how they did it and like yeah. it didn't have like a cheese factor to it where it's like I feel like a lot of times especially with like Nickelodeon Disney Channel stuff it's like you have to have like a, a filter of like uh, it's, it's going to be a little cheesy yeah. right. or like youth so like I gotta have <laughs> like a filter for it but I feel like I didn't have that at all like that's I felt like it was just entertaining and fun to watch um, the Midnight Society was great, um, but it's centered around like this carnival, like that was like the huh. story or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they tell a story and then they get trapped in the story, kind yeah. of a thing. Like it comes true, um, and the villain is like Mister Top Hat, which is like the carnival leader. It's it's Sam, Sam, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, great joke for people who only have been coworkers of ours from 2012 to 2013. Great joke, Colin. We had a friend that always joked about wearing a top hat and put top hats on everything. Two people got the joke. And they're in this room. room. (laughs) Anyways, you're welcome. Go Um, on. But yeah, his name was Mr. Top Hat. And that was the one thing that was kind of like an eye roll about it. It It was kind of a cheesy villain and his name was Mr. Top Hat and I feel like they could have picked a better scary story to center around to like hinge your whole like sure. return on um, but I feel like I could kind of see past it because I feel like everything else was great but um, I hope they make more episodes um, I have a hard time seeing it since it seemed like it had a high production value and everything I have a hard time 
picturing them doing an ongoing TV show of that quality mm. since it's just Nickelodeon. Um, but I would love to see more, even if they did like three episodes a year or something like that. Yeah. I feel like it would be really cool. Hmm. Yeah. I would definitely recommend watching. I think you can watch at least the first episode on YouTube for free if you cool. don't have Nickelodeon. Noted. So, yeah. Are you going to watch it, Colin? I will give it a try. I mean, I used to watch Are You Afraid of the yeah. Dark? Like, it's not that in general I've gotten more pathetic over time. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> but uh, I think the reality, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Like yeah, I don't, I'd like to give it a shot too. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I can empathize with certain things that are scary, even though like I don't get scared by watching things. I don't feel like it's even like creepy. Hmm. Like there's a thing where like the Mr. Top Hat has like scorpions, and there's like one scene where scorpions like fill up a bathroom, and I was like, oh, that's kind of creepy, but it's I like feel unsettling like settling almost. Yeah, I feel like that was the only thing that was like, ah, but like. I feel like overall it's just kind of just a fun thing to watch. I don't okay. know. Yeah. I wish they would just bring it back. I mean, it was a great show. Yeah. Uh, it's been like the same $9 an episode. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so were there, one last question. Was there Were there any elements at all from any of the original episodes in this movie, or do you think they just went a completely different direction? Like, I, I wondered if they were going to throw any nods to the original series. I th- mm. There were a couple of, like, Easter egg kind of things, and, like, there was a few people that played that were actors in the original that like had like, like only if you recognize, it's not like, Oh, that's mm. a can I wouldn't consider it a cameo. Cause right. like, you're not like, Oh, it's that person. But it was like, you realize like, Oh, they were in that one story that mm. one time or something. There's like okay. a couple of those. Um, All right. But yeah. And like the intro, they do a lot of nods to like the original intro, the imagery that they show. But yeah, it's good. All right, cool. Well, what do you think of those things that we just talked about? What do you think of Wes's opinions of those things? I'd like to know. <laughs> yeah. I want your opinions about what Wes's do you think? What do you think of opinions. Wes after dark? What do you think of Wes just in general? We'd yeah. like to hear hear from you. Please don't do that. I don't <laughs> think I could handle that. <laughs> We're on social media at PassforwardCast, and we have an email, PassforwardCast at AOL.com. We love hearing your opinions. Uh, give us uh, a shout. We'll give you a shout back. We probably won't shout. We'll probably be very kind to you. Yeah. But we'll uh, talk at a reasonable we'll volume. Yeah, we love interacting with you guys. Uh, definitely follow us on Instagram because every once in a while we'll ask you questions that we then use in our recordings of uh, future episodes. So make sure you're following us on there. And I think that's it for us. So until next time. Adios, muchachos. One word of, word of advice never let anyone sign your checks. <laughs> Later, snorks. Pass Forward was recorded in front of a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Not! Hey, Clavis! Wake up! The show's over! Oh, yeah! Kick it!